How do you know if your marketing is working? How do you know if you should keep going with whatever path you've gone down in the past? Let's say you're doing Facebook ads. Let's say you're doing blogging and SEO looking for organic leads. Here's a really simple way to plot this out and stop overcomplicating it. Now, before I tell you how to do this, and it's just a spreadsheet, I do want to make one caveat, which is some of the marketing you do is very worthwhile, but a little immeasurable. It's hard to always put an exact number on branding and content marketing. If the content marketing has a goal of improving your SEO, then you can measure it by looking at Google Analytics and how many hits came into your website through organic search, through your top search terms. Great. But some of the content marketing you do won't be necessarily for SEO. Doing a podcast is measurable in listeners and completion rate, but it doesn't necessarily translate to some, some ROI that you could put on a spreadsheet because that's not what podcasting really is for. It's not direct marketing. It is branding because it's not PR. And all marketing is one of three things, PR, direct sales, or branding. Everything else is just a tactic. That's what my friend Bob Norp always says on the Beancast, and it's true. So let's get to the spreadsheet, this simple thing that you can lay out and know if things are working. There should be multiple tabs on the spreadsheet. Each tab is one month. And at the very front of the spreadsheet, you have a cumulative rolling tab, which sums the numbers from the months. Every month, make sure that you're adding. And you can have a tool do this automatically, but I'm giving you like the manual. Just get in there, quick and dirty, just simple. Like if you want to figure out for the past year, what did we do and did it work? Okay, so you have marketing channels. These are all in rows. Channels would be organic search slash blogging, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, organic social media. You could even break that into channel, like organic Twitter, which means just tweets, not promoted tweets. That's all. LinkedIn, LinkedIn ads. And then other tactics, like you might do a radio show. Some people have a radio show out there. This one also is very difficult to measure because listenership is based on what? A Nielsen household report? <laughs> Wait, you mean lies? You mean inaccuracies? Okay. So you think you know how many people are listening on the radio. You don't, but you can measure it in other ways. So anyway, on the spreadsheet, you've got those channels and then you're going to have the next column, which is engagement or listeners or clicks, whatever is the measurable unit of engagement. Like on ads, it would be clicks or on SEO, it might be visits to the website. Then you're going to have another column, which is leads or form fills or whatever is your ultimate goal. Like, do you want people to call you on the phone? It would be phone calls. Do you want them to fill out your form and request a demo? That would be form fills. And then the next column is spend. How much did you spend on that channel that month? If it's organic social media and you're not spending to advertise, the spend could come from how much are you paying the person or persons who are working on this? This is, of course, going to be an estimate. How many hours a day did my junior marketing person spend writing and posting on social media and what is their salary and how much does that cost me overall this is also going to be a little bit fuzzy that's why the whole thing gets a little bit fuzzy but you can do your best at it so then do the roll up and then look at the annual <laughs> the cumulative summary so you spent fifty thousand dollars on this channel and you got 27 leads and then on the other thing you spent $200 and you got 100 leads, like there will be some things that pop out to you and make you question, why am I still doing this? But it doesn't mean stop doing it. It means evaluate it. Is there some value in it that's not showing up in the ROI? Maybe there's like an inherent or hidden value. Those exist. And that's part of the 
bucket of branding, not direct, not PR, but branding. Branding is not always measurable, but it's highly valuable. Here's a case in point. I do this podcast, this mini pod. I've had, I think, like 650 episodes, and I I almost never look at the stats. But oftentimes, people will say, yeah, I listen to your podcast, or I've heard about you on, I saw you on Twitter, or my friend mentioned you at a conference. I heard about you in a private mastermind, a think tank, a webinar, whatever. And then I also listened to your podcast a bit, and then I called you. So sometimes the content marketing is a way to kind of put the feather in your cap when someone's already looking at you and it pushes them over the edge. Okay, I do trust this person. I like their voice. They obviously are smart. Like, let me give them a call. They know what they're talking about. That serves a major function. Don't ever discount it. But if you need the spreadsheet roll up, like if your boss is asking you, if somebody's asking you, this is just a quick and dirty way to do it. Follow for more. It's at Emily Bender on Twitter and make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The show is Voice Marketing with Emily Bender. Search for it on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Just go to emilybender.com slash podcast for easy one-click links to follow and review. Talk to you next time.